0: They're my
1: car! They blow my car! They blow my car! Gun damn shame! They blow my gun damn car and all you got to say is a gun gun damn shame! No car, no money, you're having a bad day! That's it! I'm through with you, man! I'm calling some motherfucking homies, I'm getting a loan, and I'm stepping the car. F- Two, one, go.
0: Alright everyone, welcome back to Gundam at MHQ. It's been a while, but we're back. Uh joining me always is so bro, so bro, say hello.
1: What up the what guy? can't even talk. What's going on everybody? What's up? <laughs> wow. Whatever happened to what's up guy? What? I just that is in the closet where it belongs. <laughs> what's up? Keep the frogs what? the fuck out of here. What what was uh, what was worse that oh yeah
0: that or the frogs because I remember the frogs, uh, yep. I mean they hey, you got to give it to Budweiser they've had some pretty good advertising things but yeah what's up was I never got that one was that really a thing, Sobro? It was I mean I, mean, uh, well, I, I don't I don't I don't, I don't I mean but I don't, I on, on before it became a thing with Bud Budweiser
1: was yeah I'm trying to. <laughs> it, it was a thing like like Spuds. Cult, McKenzie. Was this really a cultural thing? It was a <laughs> you mean with the with the was up, you mean with black people? Um, right. Yeah. I mean it was popular for about a second. Um but, what I'm saying uh, was it
0: was it was it something that was done before it became the Bud the Budweiser? I think it was Bud Light, Budweiser. I think it was Bud Light, right? I nah,
1: I mean not that I could see it. Maybe it wasn't oh, something okay. but I couldn't tell you. Um to Just me it was wondering. it was one of those things like Spuds McKenzie that came and went. And oh, okay, yeah. uh, when they brought it back that one time, it's like, yo, this is tired. <laughs> that's that's what well, made me laugh most of yeah,
0: all. Well, I was just wondering if it was just another fine example of corporate or cultural appropriation, you know? So yeah, that's, that's oh, why I was asking. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, welcome everybody to uh, Gundam episode one ninety nine. Yep, yeah. we're only one episode away from a uh, from a milestone. So maybe we'll um, maybe we'll do um, do. Be like Voltron and Dupin and make a, make it like 199A and 199B. Oh either.
1: Lord! <laughs> I still need to watch the latest season. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I have to watch the first episode. So uh, yeah. I just heard there was controversy, and I, I got to dive into that. Yeah, the SJWs.
0: too Ooh. much SJW from what I understand. Oh, I can't so. wait. <laughs> and
1: you, you
0: actually you have to actually love technology because right now I'm actually watching my fantasy football draft go. Oh, boy. This year, I've decided to auto-draft. I'd say, let the computers decide because last year, <laughs> it was not <laughs> here for me. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Let Google figure it out or Yahoo figure it out yeah. for me. So, um, but... Um, you tell me right, i so got to think?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: you know, we don't have that much time. We only have, like, about three minutes in between rounds. Oh, be shit. you be surprised. We'll, like, fill up everything. It's like, oh, my God, this got picked... Yeah, it's 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 crazy. So, but and it, and it and I've always noticed every time I play, the people that auto draft or they just let the computer decide actually end up doing pretty well. So I'm like, maybe maybe that's a plan for me this year. I'll let the robos
1: decide. The robos. robos. <laughs> scumbag robots. <laughs> no. No. Oh my God. Props to everybody who's watching live, man. Thanks, you guys, for tuning in over on Mm youtube.com slash Mm -hmm. uh, Gundam Live slash live. And also over on twitch.tv slash level underscore N I N E. Uh, Right now, Flame X is by himself over there saying, as the only person here watching, I take over the Twitch side, Kappa Devil. There you go. Yo,
0: yo, yep, and and this episode is our, our continuation of going into the old Tamino shows that we never had a chance to do under Chris. And it, you know, it's it's one of those bittersweet things. It was always oh, yeah. on the list, but we just never were never able to really kind of do it when he was around. And but yep, me and so. not, not Bro- his fault
1: or anything like that. I, I'm no, gonna, no. I'm going to drag my feet on watching the show. Chris and Neil had both seen it years before i finally did so it well i
0: mean you. it's that but you know you, you know people know going into our archives mm-hmm. there was many years there of a lot of double triple quadruple mecha shows going on in very short times or sometimes going in tandem with each other so mm-hmm. you know you got to kind of do what you got to do so um you know we were like hey it's there it's not going anywhere so <laughs> eventually, <laughs> we'll get to it so but many, many years later, you're like, oh my gosh, we never were able to do this. So yes, we are going to be doing probably, uh, I think Silbro said to me offline, the magnum opus of uh, Tomino, Tomino's. which is yep. Space Runaway day On. and we're going to be covering the 39 episode television show, uh, and both movies, the first movie is just a compilation, um, A Contact, and then the kind of revised ending of um, the TV show "Be Invoked. Vote." So, yep. um, but anything as I saunter over to the Larry King Memorial News Studio for some Neo's listener submitted news?
1: Well, in, in sad news, uh, I oh do, yes, oh yes, 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 yes. I do no, want it's... to dedicate this episode to uh, a dear friend of ours, uh, Shinjuku Stations, the Gundam and MHQ community. Uh, a lot of people have known, uh, a young man by the name of Cisco K. Rodriguez, uh, who also was known as the Seraph. Um, he was a longtime friend of ours, man. I met him actually through Gundam, uh, and doing a podcast almost 10 years ago. Um, he passed away, unfortunately, um, last, not this past Tuesday, but the Tuesday prior from complications of pneumonia and, um... Uh, I just want to give him the biggest up I can and uh offer my uh, offer offer my condolences to him and his family and our 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 community that that misses him so um he was uh, also known as the seraph um a lot again a lot of guys knew him he came out to a lot of the um the uh the Gundam versus sessions that we had just joined us on the conversation and was a part of the convo. You could probably run back a lot of the archives and hear him in the conversations. Man, he was very knowledgeable about comic books, Tokusatsu, movies, TV shows, um, a lot of stuff. Man, he helped to run a, a podcast with our friend Doc from uh, the SSAA podcast, um, called the Jump On Point, and um, you guys can still find episodes of that if you just go to the Jump On Point on on Twitter. Uh, there's a lot of links to a lot of episodes that you can find. But very knowledgeable dude. Uh he lived down here in Central Florida with us. Was roommates to our our, our boy Ed the Crimson, who's also in the chat right now. Shout outs to you, Ed. And um yeah, man, um, dear friend of ours, man. Uh a lot of people actually passed in between uh when we did the last episode and this one. Like um uh someone that Neo and I were big fans of uh Richard Harrison Senior, known as the old oh, man yeah. from Pawn Stars. Yep. He passed away. Uh my uncle Michael King passed away. Um a couple weeks ago, Aretha Franklin, um, uh, two young gentlemen that were uh, unfortunately uh, killed before their their time recently at a, a Madden tournament, Taylor Robertson and Elijah Clayton. Um, those gentlemen uh, rest in peace. And uh, another person I was a big fan of, John Schnepp, um, who uh, did a lot of um, work for the Collider channel over on on uh, YouTube and was a director in uh, his own right. Uh, passed away almost from similar circumstances that Cisco passed away from. So um, if anything, uh, uh, this episode is dedicated to Cisco, but uh, I've dedicated it to them as well. And uh, thank you guys uh, for watching us tonight. And if you guys have it, um, if you guys didn't know about this, I'm really sorry to be the one to deliver the bad news. But uh, if anything, thank you guys for um, all the kind words that you said to us. And um, Neo, I will pass it back to you for the news, man.
0: Well, and I guess we'd have to do another person on, on, on that, um, that list of, um, uh, passings is, um, it's actually too bad Chris isn't here. Cause Chris used to rip off his straight talk express, uh, oh. Senator John McCain, oh, you know, Yes, thank you. Yeah, you can, you can think what you want about him politically, but if you ever read about the man, um, he was, uh, he was just a good man and accepted his flaws and Everything like that. And, and I kind of thought about that when he passed because they started doing Memorial and they showed the Straight Talk Express. Yeah. And uh, I remember Chris doing the Straight Talk <laughs> Express.
1: He would do <laughs> an was... invitation of John McCain, too. Yeah, he would, he 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 would do, do a pretty good oh. job,
0: I- invitation of John McCain. He did a damn and,
1: good job, yo, man. And,
0: and, and it was kind of in the same vein. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure in some ways, even Chris. Um, had a little bit of, um, had a little bit of sadness going to him there. So yeah. yeah, And, and sorry guys, um, you know, uh, that situation we were actually supposed to be on last week. Um, but, uh, because this happened, the, what happened to the seraph, we, um, you know, we had to do what we got. So, um, but yeah um so yeah ironically we're going to be talking about a show that's known for a lot of death yeah so that's kind of a kind of a weird thing
1: <laughs> during that time that all these people passed away i was making my way through a day on and man it made it such a hard wash man let me tell you but a real american hero john mccain man if anything uh god bless him and uh i didn't agree with him politically on a lot of fronts but he was a man with a lot of integrity don't... and um i think that uh uh cats like him uh you know, going, I think he, even though he was up there in age, I, you know, the way he went, I still think he went before his time. And, um, I'm, I'm really sorry to see him gone. If anything, uh, my head's off. You know,
0: top. you know, it's a crazy thing. Mm-hmm. He, uh, I read his mother is still alive. What? Sean McCain's mother is 106 years old. She is oh, still alive. Wow. Yeah. I had no it's, idea. Yeah. It's insane. Oh. I didn't know either.
1: Jesus, man. That's crazy.
0: But so, um, yeah but just uh i guess that just show i guess it just shows you sometimes you just got to kind of take each day as it is and you know really um you know uh, cherish the moments you have with the people you know and because you just never know so um but uh on a, a lighter note some news <laughs> <laughs> Some good news here. The first one here comes from uh, Yazi88. Comes from the Anime News Network. It looks like um, uh, that uh, the Japan there was a Japanese Anniversary Association officially recognized August 10th as Pat Labor Day. <laughs> Ooh, what? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess the they do this. The Japanese Anniversary Association does this. I guess uh, tw- uh, July 22nd was One Piece Day. May May 9th was goku day (laughs) (laughs) and february february 2nd was twin tails day so um yeah that's 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 kind of a kind of a cool thing you know it kind of makes sense because we you know we got a lot of goofy things there's a i think every day in in the united states it seems like it's always some weird day like you know uh hazelnut coffee day or you know (laughs) donuts with no no holes you know (laughs) (laughs) pancake day is it really a donut if it doesn't have a hole? Um,
1: <laughs>
0: so, um, but yeah, that's kind of cool. He's got a link there, so check it out. Um, yeah, he said, P.S. Still waiting for Kilgore Day or Tank Police Day, which should be, <laughs> he says Thanksgiving? It should be, yes. Kilgore Day would be the. Oh Thanksgiving. My God.
1: Yeah, you know, it makes me.
0: Actually, I was going through my computer the other day, and I saw that file on there, and I was just like, you know what, I I need to I, I need to watch Kilgore. I haven't seen him.
1: <laughs> Yo, shout out to J.K. He says uh U.S. Manga Corp Day.
0: Oh, U.S. Manga Corp Day.
1: <laughs> Ooh, they put out some dubs. That that have to that have to
0: be that have to be on a, the the eleventh of a um. Of a of a month, right? Because wouldn't that be chapter eleven? Yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Eddie he says colon death force day. Death force day. Colon. That's every that's every Friday the thirteenth, uh. my brother.
0: Oh, colon death oh. force day.
1: Oh, oh.
0: <laughs> D oh. guys, colon death force.
1: Oh, my colon right there.
0: It's- <laughs> In 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 some ways, one of those things that's so bad that it's almost good. <laughs> in some ways, because you're just like, where did this past quality stand? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, you know, I, I really want to be a fly on the wall sometimes when I watch when some of these movies go out. Like these studio people must just be sitting there going, um, okay. <laughs> I mean, just trying to figure. I mean. I don't know. It, it, it's just funny. So, um, yeah, yeah. thank you, Mister Yazi eighty eight, for your submission. Um, Billy Gundam fan comes back and he's got a uh, link to Wright stuff. Woo, man! The Ultimate Edition Tequila Shot Glass now available on pre order on Right Shop. right stuff. The te- the Tequila Gundam Shot Glass is now available for order. The uh, Ultimate <laughs> Edition Shot Glass set includes the Blu Ray release of episodes one through forty nine of. G Gundam, a hardback art book, Domo's headband, shuffle card alliance patches, G Gundam Lanyard, and art cards. Wow. <laughs> but but the best thing has gotta be the tequila
1: gundam shot glass. look at that. I want this shit so bad. But they told me about this. I lost my mind. It's like, yo, for real? Man, I want this Blu-ray set though, man. It's actually not not too bad, man. Almost no, like, under no. 150, man. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah, it's very good. And I mean now, the tequila Gundam is probably one of the most. Um, just just remember, G Gundam was in the nineties. <laughs> things <laughs> things are a little different in the nineties. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> when it came to, uh, it, just remember, it's the Japanese. So they probably just know Mexico as a place on a map. They never really been there. So, um, but um, yeah. So. Um, Thank you, Mr. Philly Gundam fan, for that. And he comes back. Oh, man. More. More more, more death news, man. Oh, Mecha nice. animator Kuneharu Abe passes away at 50. He worked on many series, including Stardust Memories, or that'd be parentheses, Carrot, carrot Memories, mm-hmm. Wing, <laughs> Wing, Seed, Z-Gun, a new translation, Stargazer, Double O, Unicorn, Build Fighters, Reconquista and G, sorry about that, The Iron-Blooded things <laughs> and Thunderbolt. Holy crap. And uh, he was also a notable animator in many other projects such as Bubblegum Crisis, oh, wow. Dagar, Vampire Princess Mune, Dragon Century, Megazone 23 Part 3, wow. Solo Blanco, Record of Lotus Wars. That's another one that we need to get, get on one of yeah, these
1: Yeah, we, we
0: need <laughs> to. We, we really need to. Uh, Armitage Three, El Hazard, The Magnificent World, oh. and Blue Gender. Holy yeah, crap! Well, he
1: worked on a lot of good shit.
0: Man. He worked on, he worked oh. on like oh. half the stuff I've ever watched. Dude,
1: I'm a I'm a, 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 uh, a low key fan of AIC man, and just to see yeah. all the stuff he worked on. Vampire Princess Me was pretty tight, but the you know, Mega Zone Twenty Three Part Three not my favorite part of Mega Zone, but Dan, still. Dan
0: Gal, Dan Gal, S- Soul Beyond, Bubblegum Biong Biong Crisis, Soul Beyond I mean, is a
1: deep cut, man. Holy shit. Yeah. And then uh records of Lotus War, Chronicles of the Heroic Night. Is that the T V show or is that the No, yeah, there's the T V show. Yeah, that it is the T V show. show. Yeah. Damn. Um but yeah, man. So. God damn. It's sorry to lose another legend and he was only fifty, man. Jeez, Which is man. crazy. Yeah.
0: Oh. Usually usually the Japanese guys they last forever. Let me yeah. see. I will have often look. Oh. I guarantee it's probably can't it's probably Oh, he lung cancer. Because people, people in Asia smoke a lot, man. Yeah. Well, um, you know
1: what? Actually, that brings up another. Everybody point.
0: outside the U.S. Everybody outside the U.S. smokes. Have
1: you ever been out in the United States? Everybody smokes. Yeah. You know, there's another sayu that passed away. Well, this is, sorry, not another sayu. This a sayu that. Well, this passed guy was away. an animator, so. Yeah, but uh, so you speak up. Uh, you bring up. Um, uh, 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 oh yeah, that's uh, that's always the craziest. Uh, um, yeah, they they always die. They yeah. always die. The sayu there was a a gentleman uh that passed away his name is uh Unsho Izuka. he passed away uh during the time we were gone um he passed away at 67 and uh he was the voice of a lot of great characters man the voice of Jet Black uh he was the voice of uh Mr. Satan in Dragon Ball Z um uh uh, uh we we talk about him all the time Hayachi of Tekken he was the yeah. Hayachi's voice um, he was in, uh, I'm trying to see what other stuff he was in. He was, uh, Fedok Walkum and Armor Trooper Votomes. Uh, you know, that's what? a deep cut. Yeah. He was a lot of cats, man. Uh, he was Alex Rosewater in the Big O. Dude, this guy did a ton of voices throughout his whole career. He has a litany of famous characters. And I'm, I'm ashamed I didn't remember to add him in my list of, uh, of dedications, but he was, uh, old Joseph Joestar in the recent you know, incarnation of Joe Joseph Adventure as well. Um, yeah, right. a, lot, a lot of cats, uh, yeah, he was the second Mr. Satan, by the way. Uh the first one died years ago, and then he replaced him uh and also replaced the voice of uh the same voice after played the voice of Hayachi and Tekken. He replaced him too. I guess the characters are somewhat similar. But yeah, um he passed away recently. Here's his uh his list. Let me share the uh I'll share the link with you so you can see what he's done. But yeah, that's a big time uh I since I didn't see anybody share it in the news, I figure uh we bring that up too. But yeah, he did a ton of people, man. Oh, uh, I, I uh, guess he was Onyx in Pika, uh, Pokemon, but uh, let me see. I'm trying to find his <clears throat> his most famous role. Um, Nakamura, uh, Mr. Satan. God, who else did he do? I'm just scrolling down, looking at the bold, bolded names okay. here. Oh, he was well, Bo- lo- he was Bunta Fujiwara in the Initial D. Man, Buddha. he was Boonta, man, the fucking legend. My oh, one of my man. favorite characters of all time. I love me some Bunta, man. Fucking pops. Old man tofu. Old man Old tofu, man, tofu. Man, tofu man. Real, man. This guy's this guy's rap sheet is long as hell, and yeah. uh, he'll definitely be missed, man. He went way before his time, man, and yeah, he went out to uh, due to cancer, man. Damn, Esophageal
0: yeah. cancer, yeah, pretty oh, much. Man.
1: It is. It is a rough summer, guys. <laughs> my man yeah. said. My man said this podcast is depressing. As I like, do that, it's 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 one of those things in life, man. You gotta you gotta give uh, you gotta you gotta tip of the cap, man. Well, it's
0: only it's only gonna get worse because Woo! you ain't heard nothing yet. <laughs> yeah 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 so oh my goodness but but, but you could take some solace in this because these are just animated fake people that are dying so uh yeah. thank you mr gun philly gundam fan for your submission and anybody out there uh, if you got any news um uh post it up to the neos submit a news articles thread in the gundam section on the mecha talk forum looks like i need to uh, actually start a new forum a new um Man. thread one of these days oh, yeah. yeah so kind of kind of get that going but uh thank you everybody uh Bro, anything as before we begin um space runaway day
1: on <laughs> i should add a sound bite
0: for that man Fine. It's, it's actually it's actually a pretty good um it's actually a pretty good eye catch that they it have really is, It really is especially
1: so. especially what it evolved into i love that uh I love that one where it shoots off the uh, the wave the wave. Oh, dude, around. that dude was
0: Meerkats and L O G H. Yeah, that's, be kidding that's me, man, kidding
1: me, man. The guy got around. <laughs> <God, dang,
0: laughs> yeah, he says he, Meerkats, the guy that looked exactly like an anime version of Charles Bronson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You'll shout out to Robert Mallard, man, uh, Philly Gundam fan. He says uh, he was uh, he was the wild bear of Russia in Gundam Double O, man. He was circuit nice. man. God, he smeared man. Circuit smeared off man. Damn, that's right. He was, man. The guy had the smoothest voice man. Damn. Yep. Damn. Yeah. Damn. It's, it's like him. Like he was in the. He was in a league of greats. Like him and Wakamoto, and uh, of course the voice of Char uh, with oh, Ikeda. Oh my God, man. I'm a fucking ball <laughs> like a bitch when he goes, man. Damn. Hopefully not I, for I, decades. I, I...
0: Uh, I, still, <laughs> I still think in a weird way. It's a good thing I'm not producing a live action Gundam movie because I would just have him do Shards.
1: <laughs> I'd be like,
0: everyone else is going to be in English. This guy's going to, we're going to dub over and just have him as Shard. You just got subtitles and they'll be like, but he's a, whi- he's a white, blonde guy with blue eyes and he's speaking Japanese. I'd be
1: like, but it's a Kata. <laughs> listen, to, <laughs> listen to his voice. It doesn't matter. You get you get Ryan, what's his name? Ryan uh from uh up the the actor, uh I'm playing oh, uh, his name, uh from uh, Ryan, Ryan La La Land. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Gosling, Gosselin. you get Ryan Gosling, he's wearing the mask, he's playing a Sharp, but it's nothing but his nothing but he came, his voice coming out of his mouth. <laughs> the whole movie <laughs> With subs, I, I would be done
0: You know what? It'd be it. It, it would not only win the popular movie of the yeah. Oscars; it'd probably win Picture of the Year because they'd be like, "Wow, that's so innovative. We've never seen somebody take a different voice <laughs> put it on a person that's completely different than what they're supposed to be,
1: and have him as the only one."
0: So, yeah.
1: Yo, it's says, Neil, that would be some Deja Five shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, nah, Danger 5 on a different level. Dude. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, my so God. Have, have you ever watched Danger 5?
1: <laughs> you seen, need to I've watch. I've seen clips on YouTube, but I haven't said that. No, i With all the whole show.
0: With all the death and stuff going on, you really need to watch this show. It would definitely
1: bring up my spirits quite a bit. Oh, man. my
0: gosh. But um, all right. All right. Space Runaway Day On. Oh, man. So, this one was created and directed by Yokosuke Tomino, and mm-hmm. it's directly after his most famous work, Mobile Suit Gundam. Uh, pre- it was in 1980 to 81. It's followed by two feature films in 82. So, it kind of has that uh, Gund- Mobile Suit Gundam thing. It actually uh, was cut down to itself, it was supposed to be 43 episodes. It was cut down to um 39 39, it actually shows (laughs) and uh story is on this one too it got kind of the cult following just like mobile suit gundam did so uh oh cult following uh here we got we found enough movie uh money for you to do two movies so um yeah so basically uh the plot's this because we're just going to go really quickly through the plot um and then, because there's there's a lot to talk about this this show, so a lot a lot of plot points will be will be brought up during it. Uh, basically, we have something in the faraway future. Humans are on a planet called Planet Solo. Um, they're going to be colonizing this planet. Um, you have uh, some archaeologists archeolo- doing archaeologist things and uh, they find these uh, mysterious armored trucks uh, that combine into the god of gms the Adeon, which they mm-hmm. find out later of course they find the solo ship in the meantime which is kind of like a companion ship in the meantime the buff clan is checking out the humans and even though the buff clan looks like humans they think they're aliens and then they notice the day Ade- the vehicles of the Adeon as their legendary id And which uh, is a legend in their buff clan culture about uh, an untapped, unlimited source of power. So, of course, uh, cue all the buff clan, quote-unquote, samurais, because somehow they're all samurais. Mm. And uh, uh, basically, they chase the poor uh, uh, survivors of the solo colonists because they do a a quick attack, and the buff clan does a quick attack, Kills a lot of people. Luckily, everybody gets in the ship. They find out this, the Adeon can help them get out of there. They're chased all the way across the galaxy, all the way almost back to Earth <laughs> 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 for um, as the um, uh, Buff Clan are chasing, them, trying to uh, take down the solo ship and steal the Adaeon. Um, for a while there, they're even, they even uh, the solo colonists even um lose the trust of the earth government the earth got some of the earth military actually teams up with the buff clan there for a while so large thing one of the big things that's kind of crazy about the whole thing is the Adeon that has all these crazy things these crazy abilities and it's almost indestructible but it gets scary scary powerful and it gets even more scary almost kind of uh, omnipotent a little bit uh towards the end of the show doing things that um even the pilots are saying <laughs> uh we don't remember doing anything like that. So um but um the um the day on is made out of these three like large armor trucks that have the ability of being they kind of look like those kind of like big cranes. Some of them look like the big cranes. They'll trans they'll do transformations into little um like, uh, in kind of flight modes. And then the three of them, like one, one version, one, one, one vehicles, the head and shoulders and arms Another ones, the torso and the other ones, the legs. So it's, it's pretty, um, it, it's pretty simplistic and all that. We don't get huge like transformation. Um, not Gal, Gagar we're seeing gears and stuff working, but, um, uh, and this is an enormous, enormous, uh, mobile suit. It's called, and it looks basically like a GM.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> it, it basically has
0: the same head as uh, the GM for mobile suit Gundam. So, um, we have two endings. We have the television ending, which is very abrupt. Um, as we said earlier, it was, um, you know, canceled well before it's time and you can definitely tell that. And then, um, we get basically what's considered the true ending, uh, of the show, uh, which is uh be invoked, which is like um uh, it's about um uh, what about a hour forty minute t v show or a movie, and um really expands on the ending really um the first the first movie a contact um I think it goes to what the point that they are on moonland i think that 's where it stops right so bro
1: I would imagine or, it leads all the I, way up until um until the death of uh a particular uh, buff clan person who uh, yeah clan, it's, I, it, but it I, I, tells cuz i actually the, in all truth the only thing i didn't watch was a contact only because it was a recap movie for the most part I, I, I just jumped right into uh being vote to be honest but um it but, yeah. but but being that you saw a contact uh from what do you remember were there any major differences at all
0: uh no it's a mess it's uh, <laughs> it's, it, it's 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 no it's it's just a it's a typical compilation mess yeah. it's one of those ones where uh, I think Solbro was told. I, I had watched the show years ago. I rewatched it when we were doing this, mm-hmm. but Solbro kind of did it right. I guess there's, um, you know, kind of like the show that this heavily influenced later on in the nineteen nineties, Evangelion. Uh, it's kind of in the same way where you watch up till about the second to last episode, and then you watch uh, the uh, the movie. Um, so you basically do episodes one through 38 on, um, a day on, and then you jump into be invoked and that's considered kind of the true, um, ending, but yeah, uh, a contact it's, it's very rushed. If you don't know what's going on, um, you, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of, it's, you wouldn't know what the heck's going on. I mean, it's kind of like one of those things I can see why they did it. It was, Especially back then, it was probably necessary. The show had gone off the air, so oh hey, you'd seen the show, so you wanted this, so we're gonna we're gonna show you a contact, and uh, then you can um, you know so, um, but yeah, it wasn't anything um, anything in particular, um, and then so yeah, that's basically it on the plot points. Um, like I said, we're going to kind of talk about this show because there's a lot to talk here. And uh, oh, there is one uh, uh, recap episode. I think it's what 2022. 20, yeah, yep. so it's it's not a bad one, but it's it's definitely uh, they had to catch up. It's one of those <laughs> ones where they. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were running behind on the next episode so they just needed that good old-fashioned recap
1: i saw a um, remark from someone somewhere where they said is it really even way back then there were recap episodes It's like dude you must have not watched a lot of old shows but man some old shows had like two or three <laughs> oh, yeah. recap episodes I, I,
0: Holy I, I, I had i had watched the show so long ago that i thought there was another one but then i know the, then i Confused a contact, <laughs> so yeah, that, that's uh, like I thought there was another one. Yeah, no, it's I mean, yeah, people. That's always been an anime staple, yeah. good old fashioned, because you know people have to go on vacation or they're way behind on um, on animating the new uh, the new episodes. So well, also um,
1: I, going back to what you were saying about um, a contact. For those that don't know, when uh, when uh, Be Invoked was in, released in theaters, it was a double bill between a contact and yeah. uh, be invoked. So for those who hadn't seen the TV show uh, who were going to go to the movies, but maybe accompanying people who were long-time fans, or at the time long-time fans uh, of the show from when it aired on television, it was a way for them to get caught up so that way they can enjoy being invoked oh, yeah. to some degree. Yeah. So it was a necessity that, of what they had to do with uh, so. a contact. But yeah, if you're going through the series, um, you may not even have to watch a contact, to be honest with you. You watch it out of curiosity if you want to see exactly uh, the series cut down uh, for time, but... Oh, I, I
0: had okay. I had watched it I had watched it years ago and I just kind of I kind of did spot throughs I'd, I'd watch about five ten episodes or five ten minutes and then just kind of go because I it, I knew what to expect I just wanted to I couldn't remember if there was really anything that was added to it and I, I don't remember anything particularly st- sticking out so mm-hmm. but yeah that's the uh, that's that's the plot in a nutshell so Solbro I want to get your um, your thoughts but before before that mm-hmm. going into this show what did you i mean you knew probably the yeah. history everything like that but what is what when you watched it was it did you did what you thought previously did, was a lot of it validated or was it a lot of it um turned on its head or did it change what what, what happened there so bro did, well, did it live up to your expectations <laughs> did it not
1: well I'll take you back in time um from when you were watching it way back in the day. Um way back uh, I Yeah, I say... watched it I watched Ooh. it in
0: two thousand Because I, like, oh, I actually broke it Yeah No, did. I broke out my things uh oh seven, I think. Oh
1: seven? Oh Jesus,
0: uh, or I think, is when. Because I is actually um uh I found it was actually on YouTube. So this yeah. the show is on this whole thing's on YouTube. It um, is, although
1: I will I will definitely direct people to uh uh high dive which is a streaming service where you can find the show right now if you can sign up for a free trial but it's all the same it dubs all. It, it's all the same subs but uh, if, yeah if it's want, all shingetter yeah if it's you... the same. it's the same ones
0: that i had that i had oh, on wow. dvd rs <laughs> I, I have a I,
1: holy shit because i'm like
0: because I, I did a quick look i was like oh yeah this isn't anywhere so i at the time that i looked and then um i broke out the old dick because i I had went through a box and i had old old dvrs and i was like okay so it's the same exact one even though um i started watching the last probably eight episodes and uh be invoked on youtube and it looks like they did um at least up convert the um the video a little bit because it wasn't as mine's like really grainy so Mm -hmm. mine's off mine's off um it's off vhs it has to be um, so, but they, it looks like somebody got maybe either a DVD or a Blu-ray version of this and just threw the shink at her. Uh,
1: <laughs> so, so.
0: so, but, uh, yeah, but back to you, so bro. Yeah, um, um,
1: I, I remember we talked about it a lot because we had always heard... We, when we got mm-hmm. into Gundam, when we got to watch Mobile Suit Gundam, uh, and then when Neo and I you know, became friends and everything like that, and realized we had Mecha in common and we started going through all the different Gundam series because he had some and I had some, so we betrayed uh, between us on watching uh, the ones that we hadn't seen yet. Um, we started looking online for uh, other shows that Tomino did, and one of the ones we wanted to see was Dunbine, another one was Dayon, because of just the notoriety behind the show and how Tomino got his nickname. I mean, you go back to Zambot 3, and yeah, he killed off the majority of the characters in that show. But in Dehan, he took it to a whole new level. (laughs) And uh, the show was notorious for it. Plus, I I am a fan of Evangelion. I mean, as as much as I find fault with the series, I enjoy a lot about it. So I had a desire to want to watch the show that heavily inspired it. And Neo got on top of that and was watching it. And I remember one time I went over to his apartment and he was watching the beginning of Be Invoked. and Because uh, I was waiting for this particular scene to come up the entire show, and it never did. Uh, it was when a oh. uh, certain character gets shot. And, uh, Which uh, one? Uh, uh, In the face oh, or, is, the, face, oh, is, or the, face, oh,
0: the head tumbles?
1: The head tumble. It's the head tumble oh. with the explosion. It was Kitty Kitten. And when she yeah. dies, and yeah, they're gonna be spoilers in this discussion, guys. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, sorry, it's
0: only a 40 year old show.
1: <laughs> when she dies and her head flies off, I think it's the first time Tomino did a death like that, where someone gets blown up and then their head is flying through the air. When you see it in the reflection of my man's uh, uh, normal suit helmet and him freaking out. It's like, "Oh my god, where is this in the series?" Because uh, when I was watching the TV show it's later, not. it's not. When I watched the TV show later, she just gets blasted by that Derham guy and it's like, "Yo, isn't this the chick that gets her head torn off?" And then I watched the beginning yeah. of Being vote, and Volt, it's like, "Oh, here it is." <laughs> they, yeah, that
0: that's that's one of the liberties that he um that he takes. That's yeah. right. Uh A Contact pretty much stops around when they go to her planet. Yeah, yeah cuz she yeah. dies like she gets shot in a field by like just this nervous buff clan guy, and just dies in the field with nobody around. And and Cosmo never even really knows what happens to her. Nope, he because he's he knows, unconscious. He knows that something he knows something had happened, mm-hmm. but um, to her, but he just never knew. It was what almost exactly like a, a re-
1: at the beginning of being invoked is almost like a, a horrific recreation. Of her death, that maybe it was in his mind, if anything, or maybe they just decided to reinterpret it. it, It's reinterpreted. It was bad. It's like, damn. And not since uh, the other time we saw a death like that was in uh, Victory with uh, uh, Uso's mom. And even then, they had the decency to keep her head Uh, in the helmet. So <laughs> at least with that that. Yeah, 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 you didn't even know about that. Yeah. Ooh, so brutal. But that movie get movie hits the ground running, but uh, other than that, um yeah, uh it took me a long time to get to a Day on. It wasn't it wasn't that uh, I didn't want to see it. It's just that I had to be in the right state of mind to see it. And um we had we always review shows for Gundam, so I just put it on the back burner, but when we started this this whole thing of going through Tomino's shows that we hadn't watched yet, that were not related to Gundam, because we've already reviewed all his Gundam-related shows. And some of his shows that weren't already, we touched upon as well. But we're just trying to um, just pick up what was left. Uh, we knew that Ideon was definitely going to be coming up, so uh, I finally knuckled down and watched it for the first time just a few weeks ago. Um, over the last two months, I've been just watching it here and there. And I gotta say, man, uh, this show is it's 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 not horrifying to watch but at the same time there's a heavy amount of death in the show a lot of characters that are unnamed get killed in very bad ways if you watch this series um they motherfuckers don't miss <laughs> when, when when guns get shot fired people don't miss at all and uh um people are getting killed left and right crew members civilians Uh, whatnot. Uh, There are some named characters in the beginning that do die, but then as the series gets going, I was surprised to see the majority of the cast was holding it down for a while. There would be the occasional death like, um, uh, who is the first character to go? Um, One of the first um, I know Moira. Moira, yeah. He died in episode 32, and I was kind of shocked at that. Uh, I I could smell it. Had to burning. make way for G.J. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know exactly, exactly, right? I was so mad at that shit. It's like when when they started red flagging that he was going to die in that episode because he was talking to Fard and said, "Fard, you need to man up." Because Fard's like, if you don't know Fard in the show, there's this little uh, wayfish boy who maybe is like nine or ten years old who's kind of a wallflower throughout the entire series. He's kind of just in the background. He carries a little doll with him, and uh, he he's just very submissive to everybody. And um, I guess Moeta took him in as a kind of an older brother figure and was telling him, he was like, you need to be the man. You need to stop being pushed around by these little girls. You need to step it up and you need to get rid of this dolly. And um, he was trying to do it in a, a encouraging way, but being, you know, being a tough guy about it. And it's funny because Moeta was more so, in, if anything, just, just the stick man inside of the uh, Ideon to the other pilots. He really didn't have much shine throughout the series until episode 32. And it's like, yo, what are we doing here? what are we doing here are we having are we having Sliger Law slash um uh uh uh, what's his name Uh, 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 not not yet although there's a a romance I guess that was alluded to between him and the nurse but um like a like a big brother character like like um Rio Jose or Sligger Law he ended up being that in this episode well I mean
0: every every trope mm -hmm. every trope that you saw in Mobile Suit Gundam is in this app is in this show i mean um but back to the original question though did it before you really go into this stuff mm-hmm. did you did it surpass what you thought like did i i'm sure your your thoughts of the show change but did it vastly change to what you thought it was based on just all the things you had heard people um talking about a day on
1: well, because Yazi- it's,
0: it's un- sometimes it's like you hear all this stuff. You're like, oh, man, all these people die and stuff like that. And it sounds depressing because I, I know the one thing that me and Chris always talked about was just mm-hmm. how unlikable all these people are, in- especially the beginning of the show.
1: <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you, guys, you guys would be Woo! right. I was actually I, you guys have prepared me on how unlikable the characters were going to be. Shout out to Yazzie. also brought that up in the chat, too. Um, but I grew to like them because of the flaws that they had. Like, oh yeah, being, yeah you, you, you,
0: them, do grow, you do grow, you to like them. And but... I, I
1: think this is probably one of uh, Tomino's best examples of how you get a very um, what's the word um, dysfunctional uh, cast of characters to work with each other. And 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 despite despite how angry, like like to me, I, I look at Cosmo as the uh the, the militant. Uh, he's he's like he's like an anime white Huey Freeman. Yeah. he's mad militant man he's uh he at first he hates all the buff clan and he is all about piloting and killing and using his yeah. buoy knife and getting in that ass but um eventually he kind of you know mellows out throughout the series and and gets with the situation and, and but he but he's, he's, a- he's
0: interesting too because mm-hmm. he's a guy that he you know he blames all the the death and destruction on the adults the buff clan and the solo ship adults yeah but through the show He's, you know, he's what, a teenager, 15, 16 years old. fight. Oh, yeah. there, there's a point towards the end where even he's like, maybe I'm not a kid anymore. The point where, you remember mm-hmm. when he lets, because uh, he ends up getting a, a little co-pilot, um, deck.
1: Oh, my boy, Dak? Uh, oh, I love that and guy.
0: <laughs> his, and his, uh, his space world, mm-hmm. um, who wears a little oh, normal suit. Oh, my it, goodness. Rapapa. yeah. And... Um, <laughs> There's a point where actually uh, he lets uh, Deck pilot the day day on because he's like he's doing it better than me, and um, yeah. you know <laughs> I'm not I'm not really a kid anymore. Like so, yeah, it, it, it is interesting. He, um, Cosmo is an interesting protagonist for Tamino. I think in some ways he might be one of the more complete ones because yeah he's whiny but he does have a reason to be whiny but he also there's a lot of stuff in him that you can uh see in yourself i mean his yeah. he lost his family his father his was father. one of the chief archaeologists uh that got killed during this so first yeah, episode, he, right
1: off the bat he didn't was, waste no time
0: he, he's he's all about oh. land. Yeah, and he, and he's got no problem especially as they start discovering what the the Adeon does because one of the things that we don't... is the the solo ship and the Adeon have this Adeon gauge. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of weird because it'll start getting these lines in it, and it'll blink. And they learn out that that's when you kind of know when the Adeon is... they can really put it in kick-ass mode or it's not going to happen or or whatever. And they start figuring out what happens with this thing because we start seeing that um, it's actually influenced by it the life force of really children um more than anything and um but he's all about it he really's oh yeah we got the day cage we can figure this out and uh, <laughs> we're able to you know because he god he's got no problem and you're right with his little bowie knife he um he's 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 quite uh he's quite accurate quite deadly with that thing at oh, times man. but um he but
1: he he uh he's definitely unlike any other uh, Tamino protagonist that we've seen. Although he has a little bit in common with Amora Ray, not just in the face and the design. Even though it is a different character designer for the show, uh for those who are eagle eyed, you probably noticed that the character designer that worked on uh Dunbine also worked on this series. So this series looks a, a lot almost eerily a lot like uh Dunbine, to be honest with you. Um with the way that it's directed and how a lot of the shots are and uh way the characters of course are drawn by the same character designer i appreciated that actually it made made the animation actually look up look a lot better than i thought it was going to be at that point in time um but yeah uh cosmo shares uh the death of his father or the loss of his father uh he shares the loss of his mother figure uh we went through that with him uh, like amaro did when amaro pretty much you know pretty much fell out of favor with his mom uh he kind of goes through something similar except this his 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 surrogate mother in this series uh, which was pretty fast for that to completely unfold. She she dies a pretty brutal death. Uh and then, you know, he has to come to grips with uh maturing, uh much like Amaro did. And uh I also caught the uh the cameo from Amaro Ray in uh, episode six by the way. I saw his ass <laughs>
0: Oh yeah. Well, there's also there's also Shar, right? Yeah he, there's other the, a, the, the uh the poster was Char. I Robo did that
1: was that was an episode uh, when the um, the planet was yeah, being when... nuked. I saw yep. that, and then there was a, a, a cameo from Tomino, uh, for himself in being Invoked. I saw his old yeah. ass <laughs> should have me dying. He, he saw the animation chart in his hand, and he's wearing a normal suit. And it's like, yo, is that Tomino? <laughs> I, I laughed for five straight minutes that shit was great but uh yeah cosmo man he's a compelling lead uh Yazi says he's a huge dick maybe so but at the same time well they're they all
0: they all are, they I mean, all are I'd, man. I'd, I'd, I'd have to say i mean we can't go through every character mm-hmm. but it's really the only ones that even at the beginning they were kind of annoying but mm-hmm. they you they weren't as bad as the rest of the people. It's really Korala Kar- mm-hmm. and uh Bess. Um B- Bess but yeah, get like, Cocky.
1: Bess could be a little bit No, uh, He could but, get cocky. But, but, but Bess was the fucking man though. Let me tell you. Oh yeah, he, he's, oh, he's, he's what a in character. The,
0: he's in the he's in the bright. He's oh. in the bright in the bright things. Let me um, tell you,
1: out of all the characters in the series, he was easily my favorite. Um, the fact that he was ready to duel at a moment's notice with his laser yeah. sword and his handgun, it's like, yo, you are like one part loop? One part Han. Huh? Who, who the hell are you, Bess? Yeah. <laughs> and then to find out he was like a quarterback and shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Turned his back on his parents because there's 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 an emotional there's an emotional yes. episode with it where the, the solo ship ends up um, on, on Earth. a planet that's cl- on Earth yeah, actually. On Earth, yep. And his parent, you know, and you find out that his father was like a high official in the military and there's all these things, mm-hmm. and um, you know he was supposed to. Um, uh you know they 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 couldn't believe that he you know went with the solo ship and you know he ends up making the big decision of like you know my because his family almost they basically try to screw him over and get him captured by the military at one point he is captured but um you know so it, it's it's pretty uh pretty interesting um with him um but yeah I mean most yeah. of the people are pretty unlikable I'm sure you hated Cheryl at the beginning, but Cheryl's necessary mm-hmm. in the in the whole show. Like I actually end up liking her a lot at the end because she's really the first one to notice to really realize that they're all going to die no matter what. You know what? The <laughs> Adeon is this horrible, horrible, thi- horrible <laughs> Pandora's box yeah. that they opened,
1: and it and really it is. is. It's like the Ark of the Covenant, but in Mech and Chip form. <laughs> yeah. it's something they should have not been messing with in the first place actually cheryl is one of the characters if you want to take a one-to-one of a character from um from this show into evangelion then uh, cheryl's easily ritsuko akagi and evangelion she's the same kind of analytical mind um who has kind of a distance between people but um she's she's got some hang-ups man and um when i watch cheryl i was like you are the archetype for ritsuko uh, and, and, and Evangelion, uh, for those who don't remember, Ritsuko was the, um, uh, the, uh, Explanation the, Lady. The explanation Lady, the scientist, uh, the chief, one of, um, the chief, uh, lead, uh, scientists at nerve. And, uh, yeah, she was friends with, uh, um, what's her name, um, Misato. But, yeah, um, for me, I, Cheryl, I, I thought she was cold, but as she started to grow on me as the series went along, and there were some times where she wasn't wrong, she was just very she was very um matter of fact about things. She didn't really hide what she was. Yeah, and of course uh, she of own. course she
0: falls she falls for EJ, who's the buff clan oh, guy that the Buff Clan Turncoat guy, <laughs> who ends up replacing Moreno um, as one of the pilots yeah, of the, Moira,
1: he dies and, just to just to get replaced by GJ. And I knew GJ was going to be joining up with yeah. him when I saw him. It's like when is he when is he going to turn? When is he going to turn? And sure enough, yeah. uh, they made it. They made that when I saw him get into uh, plane clothes and knock her, knock out uh, Cheryl. It was like oh, he's joining the crew. I don't know how, yeah. but it's going to happen. Um, which is what's, mm-hmm.
0: what's kind of interesting is there's a couple times there that you actually think he was like. Kind of a, a plant, too, by the Buff clan. Yeah. He, he was, there was a couple times he's like, oh, I could so screw these guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, I remember when, I, I, remind me if, I uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but when Gijay first raided the solo ship, he shot at the kids and uh, Lada and that shield yeah. showed up. I think that was him, right? He was, yeah, he was think, blasting that yeah. unarmed children and women, man. It's like, dude. Yeah. What The fuck is wrong with these buff clan guys to I be mean, just clapping everybody in sight, man? And um, Rich Rich really
0: made it weird because they they go by the whole samurai thing and yeah. they're all about killing women and children, which I don't believe is really a samurai thing. There's no
1: honor I, in that, as as yeah,
0: yeah, no mass killing, but um, I mean, I, I'd have to say. Um, you know, we could talk about some other characters. One of the problems though with the Buff clan is there's really no um really compelling guys except for um oh gosh, what was this guy? The guy towards the end. Um not not Corella's father, but the other guy, the other general. Um
1: You know the uh, guy that ate all the time?
0: Doba, Doba, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah Doba was a uh, but most most the one of the problems with the show is just because of when it was being done is there's a lot of Monster of the Week. I yeah. mean, there I, is I a say, lot I would, of I would,
1: I would say Monster of the Ark because uh, Monster I, of the Ark. Yeah. But the, there's
0: also I'd say probably the first like twelve to fifteen episodes. There's a lot of like oh the solo ships being oh what's the day I'm going to do? It's a, it's always the oh they just found this weapon and you know it's like. Oh, we got him on the ropes damn you giant god and you know they're getting killed so but it does but it's a product of its time so it's not a it's not a big issue Mm -hmm. um but so uh solbro Mm -hmm. um the lead the lead mecca the the uh the adaeon how scary is that thing
1: (laughs) it's super scary uh and, and there's another that that's another even though like I, I mentioned there's not a lot of one-to-ones between this and ava i will say that the adeon scared the shit out of me once it started to seem like it was becoming somewhat sentient the episode where um where cosmo's mother figure dies and yeah. he gets completely pissed jumps into the adeon and does damage and at the very end of the episode he is literally when he's when he's screaming Inside the suit, the Ideons roaring, and this energy is just shooting out of it. That it was yeah. like the first sign that it's like this is unstable, and this yeah. is gonna this is gonna end up pretty bad for these guys. And it reminded me of when the uh, Ava O One pretty much went insane and started like eating the angel and started to roar and become animal like you know it's you could see a lot of things that and this is going to come up a lot in the conversation for those who are watching but if you see an evangelion you can see that ano uh uh, ano the director of ava took liberally from this show and rightfully so he says it outright it's not like he he stole it and then denied it he just he loved this show so much he wanted to offer a series like that in the 90s. And I think he did a good job at that. Um, but uh, ultimately, A Day On to me is a superior product. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. When I'm watching yeah. A Day On, it's like, damn, damn, this show hits hard well, on every level. Because
0: mm-hmm. I think the, the thing with the A Day On, it really, um, it, it, it's it's interesting because it's, a you know, this is done in the 80s. It's. A runaway machine mm-hmm. basically, but instead of being a i like we would have it now, it's possessed by this because we actually find out what the the it is mm-hmm. i mean bess's is, bess's is, um has uh you know of course, just like every captain of a Tamino ship he has to get sick at one point oh yes and and he
1: has um, that we has that in common with bright. <laughs> And he has in common with a uh, show from uh, Dunbine with the shaming yep. of his family.
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, of course, he goes into some fever dreams. And he's actually visited by the, 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 the id. And, and we find out that, you know, the id's just this large mass consciousness of basically, because um, I don't think we mentioned, but the Ideon and the solo ship are built by the what's called the Sixth uh, Civilization. And, um, they, uh, it's kind of their, it's all their consciousness and, um, they want war because it makes them more powerful and they want people, um, uh, to, to do this and to make it more powerful. So, um, it's, it's, he sees this and it speaks to him and that's when he kind of comes to the conclusion of like, oh my God, this is not a good thing, but they get to a point where they kind of know. Um, I'd have to say throughout probably the last like five episodes of the T from probably about episode 33 on, mm-hmm. they all kind of know that it's going to end bad. Yes. Like wherever it's going to end. And I think that that's one of the most, this like foreboding dread that all of them have. It, it's, it's unlike a lot of these shows where, you know, there's going to be a final showdown. People are going to die, but in this one, they're all because once they start figuring out, because like uh, Silbro stated earlier, when GJ shot at the kids and the uh, you know the force field came out of nowhere, they start finding out that the dayon and some of the craziness and even the solo ship's craziness is because of when um, this little baby that had his parents killed off the planet Solo, mm-hmm. Piper Lou um, or Lou Piper, um, it's Piper Lou in the uh, in the in the sub, but. Mm-hmm. Um, we find out he's Lou Piper, but, um, and whenever he gets scared or anything, it just, um, the just triggers. And, uh, you know, a, lo- a lot, of the reason, um, of why the, it does what it does is because of him and, and the other children, but I guess really him because he's one of the smallest kids. And then the point where Corolla, which is a buff clan defector who ends up falling in love with Bess, who we find out has, uh, becomes pregnant her oh. baby starts going in there so it's like her baby corolla's baby and piper lou are um you know when they start getting feeling threatened uh a day on and solo should go into action but um yeah so <laughs> uh so bro, um any other things before we start going into the ending of this Uh any other standout episodes um before because we, we should discuss the TV and and then the B and both, then. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> and
0: um, um, anything else that you have on the uh, the the Buff Clan mechs to me were just kind of nondescript. They they almost seem like maybe Mobile Suit Gundam rejects. Some of them. Yeah. Um. A lot of them were like. They it's almost like, like, like reminded a bunch of big me of big like, Zams. <laughs> a lot of big zams. Yeah. yeah. A lot of big zams. Mm-hmm. So um, nothing really that memorable with them but they had a ton of them for whatever reason they had uh, i think one of the last ones is that big the gondo roa which um
1: is like, purple. like the purple the,
0: the big big zam
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> just these huge big zam like mechs that they uh that the that, that look like ostriches ostrich-legged uh uh mobile suits um or mobile armors uh in the show i, I wasn't too impressed with the uh, the the too many of the buff clan mech designs, I was uh, with some of their spaceship designs. I I like those, um, and of course the Adeon and, and the solo ship were really cool. Um, and then some of the some of the ship designs from the uh, Earth uh, Earth Federation, Earth military, whatever you want to call it, I thought were really good. Um, the buff clan themselves, they were definitely. It's it one of the big conflicts of the show is who started it. Who started yeah. the, the conflict? And I like that aspect of the show where you want to know, you want to try to side with who's right, but who was right in the show? Was it the buff clan? Because they were trying to stop a, a cataclysm from the power of the E-Day, knowing that, that it came from this, this, this equipment, you know, the, the solo ship and the e- E-Day on parts. Uh, would definitely bring about uh, a, a cataclysm, and they knew it. So they were trying to enact that, and they were doing it balls to the wall, no holds. Well, they card, knew it, but you know, they, know. but
0: towards the end too, they also want they they also wanted to control it themselves. Yeah, they, did. Mean, they did. And they did. They they what knew, the knew what it would do, but they also knew that oh, hey, this is our big trump card. We can get this, and we'll be able to conquer the
1: world. Cause, exactly. yeah, they they
0: one thing is they're just a little bit more. They're a little. They're very militant. And...
1: Yeah, and their their motives were not. Um, what's the word? Yeah. Uh, altruistic. They they are yeah. they are a uh, a warlike race that would dominate the 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 earth the earth colonies and they would have they would have massacred the earth colonies they were, their technology was already off the chain to begin with if you look at right. the sublight missiles and whatnot so they weren't to be trusted but at the same time there was no attempt at communication until late in the series once they realized they had a common enemy in the in the solo ship and the power of the E-Day, then these assholes start to talk to the Earth Federation and all that shit. And it's like, you guys could have done this. Like, episode one had a conversation, worked this out, and 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 done something to kind of uh, yeah, but but this. also but then we wouldn't have had a show. <laughs> yeah, but
0: also, but also remember too, uh, mm-hmm. the E-Day kind of started it anyways. Because one of the things that we forgot to mention was. Both Earth and the Buff Clan Earth—they they do call that in the show—the Buff Clan Earth—are yeah. um, before the Deon and the Solo Ship are even discovered. They're both of them are suffering from these large. Me almost reminded me of like um, um, uh, Yamato you know these oh, these large yeah the, they had these large meteors that were just coming out of space and doing mass destructive on both sides and mm-hmm. that's where they kind of do get the the thing of like kind of who started it but um you know and then we find out at one point it does look like a lot of the meteors that are hitting uh the um buff clan earth and the regular earth are actually coming out of the solo ship as it's go- going to the uh going through the cosmos so oh. Wow. Yeah, remember that? Remember that it's probably about halfway So when it activates
1: the DS drive, a- that's what's causing the phenomenon?
0: Yeah, and after oh, um Jesus. Yeah, that they, they they mentioned that like once or twice. And Man. um that's I think it's after Moonland. Remember yeah. Moonland, which basically yeah. was yeah. Luna. <laughs> <laughs>
1: on Brown City.
0: <laughs> yeah, the arc of Luna. Um oh it's it's all the federation scientists oh they found out oh we need to get this no we're not going to do it but
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um yeah so that that yeah you're right though that it does bring it up because it is interesting because it you you really don't know who started what and it's it's still kind of ambiguous even though you kind of feel it is the day um the day so i don't i don't know but um yeah
1: um i i just ultimately um yeah the debate on who's at fault uh the the escalating conflict um the the involvement of the characters who switches sides um i like the um the the family the family ties between uh and the head of the buff clan who i assume that um that her father was the head of the buff clan but apparently he was just military not the actual emperor the emperor itself you get introduced to late in the series and he don't last very long (laughs) No. But, um, just to see, um, just to see how that, how Corrala struggled with that. She was easily one of my favorite characters. Um, I liked, uh, I liked my man Jolliver quite a bit, even though he didn't have much of a a saying. That man rocked that total neck like nobody's business, man. He looked like, he looked like Tim Robbins and Anchorman. Fresh off of PBS, but um, yeah, Deck and Moretta. Uh, I, li- I like those characters a lot, especially Deck. Man, Deck was like the the joke of the show. I, I guess I don't know if people would equate him to Soul Bros. Man, but Deck did a lot, so maybe he can't. Maybe he wouldn't be. Soul yeah, Soul he really man. can't be a Soul
0: Bros. Man. Maybe Far more, Maybe Far, far Soul Yeah, smart more Soul Bros. Man. <laughs> uh, how badly I, I know. Um, how badly Ford. did you? Mm-hmm. How badly did you want to beat up um, Kasha? Because Kasha could oh. be just.
1: Cautious. Man,
0: she was so ruthless. I mean, I, she was she was actually worse than Cosmo. Boy, she
1: was all about their missiles.
0: <laughs> oh yeah,
1: yo, the missile broad boy. Yo, goddamn, she was um she was a handful, man. And you know what? She she um she was pretty competent as a pilot though, but she was yeah. an angry young lady, man. Um, I could see uh-huh. that there's some similarities in her and Oscar, but she looked like a like a real a real angry Sailor Moon. Every time I saw her, it was like, Yo, why yeah. why do you look like Sailor Moon? Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I like Kasha, she started to become slightly more likable towards the end. She was very, very uh salty as a character, and she had a lot to prove, I guess, to people because she had always been shitted on. Like from the first episode when she's riding through the forest trying to catch up with Cosmo and and Deck. And she gets those yeah. leeches on her, and they're laughing at her, and she's just getting shitted on by these boys, and she's just, you know, a tomboy herself, trying to hang with these cats, and then she she takes point in, in, in being one of the pilots of, uh, it was it the, the Delta? I forget which part she piloted. Yeah,
0: the the, the Delta or whatever. But yeah. she did
1: a damn good job, and she was uh, Annie Oakley with those missiles, boy. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, her and, uh, her and, her and, um, Cosmo had kind of a uh, always a, a back and forth where they're just shitting on each other but it, it towards the end of the series you could see that Cosmo took a shine to her uh yeah. and and started to like her and I, I, I one of the lines we'll get into when in, I'll uh, be invoked later I, I really enjoyed between them and their exchange but yeah man Well man. I I I have to
0: say before we go into the endings one of the things that because you brought up is uh the families because yeah. it's funny because you have Corallo who's part of uh the Ajib family ajiba family oh. and uh, but her sister wants to kill her yes uh her oh, wow, father wow. is kind of ambivalent about it mm-hmm. um she gets an adoptive family basically with the solo ship crew mm-hmm. um you know all a lot of the solo ship kids they lost their families and they all became families with each other so it's it's one of those things and it's always that thing with a lot of these Tamino shows is the family and that the family that you want to belong to is not always necessarily the family you were born into yes true and and I think that that really shows in this show because you can see it where almost at the end like Corolla and Bess are like they're you know their ma and pa for the yep, solo show. Absolutely pretty much. And they and they and they and they really start taking a um, uh, you know really caring for everybody. And it's funny because even even the people start kind of realizing themselves because I will say this: for as bad as Cosmo was, mm-hmm. he's one of the few antagonists that really kind of like from almost from square one was kind of down with what everything that best said like yeah. he's like he was like yeah best is right yeah. they, they, <laughs> you know they, they a lot of these moments. other guys a <laughs> everybody else would be bitching and a mm-hmm. lot of these other to me, you know, protagonists they always go you know how many times did Armro fight bright mm-hmm. on the on the on Dude, the white base but... one of
1: my favorite scenes in the show and they always they do go to cosmo yeah. and they're like
0: <laughs> He's like, yeah, Bess is right, man.
1: Yeah, they're like, right. What? Yeah, because because they, they knew each other for years before this even started. Mm-hmm. They were they were they were already already friends or or at least uh, uh, comrades in some way, right? I guess because uh, best worked with his dad, so he yeah. knew him maybe as an older brother figure, right? Uh, one of my favorite scenes of the show is they're riding down to the elevator in one of the episodes, and they're having an argument, and then they just started throwing dukes. Yeah. <laughs> they're punching, and then the elevator stops. They straighten their clothes, and they get off. <laughs> It's like yo, did they do this all the time? Did they just throw some punches? Like if they can't get the argument out right, they just start fighting, like like yeah. like brothers. And then they just they just they just straighten this shit out and just get back to work. That shit was so cool. I was like yo, these these guys are men. Good shit. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but, Fuck talking. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think everybody wants to know <laughs> because <laughs> if there's anything that a on is famous for, it's its endings. Yeah. So well, I guess we mean, can.
1: Before we, we touch can... upon that, uh, uh, there's, a, okay. there's, there's a few odds and ends I wanted to uh, bring sure. real quick. Um, as we mentioned, uh character designer of the show is the uh, same, same gentleman behind the characters of uh, um, R. Battler Dunbine. And uh, let me see here. But uh, one of the things that I noticed about the show from the get-go, and this is something I remember reading years ago and it completely left my mind. I was hearing the music, and then oh, within yeah. uh, before the first episode was over... And it's like, holy shit, this sounds like Dragon Quest. Lo and behold, the uh, the guy who does the music for this series is Koichi Sugiyama, who is mostly famous for doing the music for every Dragon Quest game that's ever been made. And those those games have some of my favorite scoring of any video game, period. I listen to them all the time. Uh, I've been di- I've been diving back into Dragon Quest as of recently, thanks to the Switch with Dragon Quest Builder, So I've been listening to a lot of the music again, and when I'm watching Edeon, it's like wow, this score is amazing. It's off the hook, and there's there's moments where he. Sneaks in classical pieces into the music, but this this guy's known in Japan as being like one of their greatest composers period, and this is one of the few anime series he ever worked on, and It just turned out to be a day on. He worked on this and be invoked, so I was really enamored by the music in the show uh I loved it i, I I've got to say that uh for those who don't know, if you've been a long time fan of Dragon Quest, the guy who does the music for this series is Koichi Sugiyama as well, so hunt down this the score for a day on man you'll you'll definitely enjoy it yeah yep. Absolutely. So, but back, right. back to the ending, sir. Back to the ending. Go for it. So we got
0: a TV ending,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we got a, <laughs> a show ending, uh, an actual show ending that's yes, sir. done by the movie later on. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of going the same route. Desperation. The Baff Clan. They're chasing the Solo ship. To this is the TV ending. Chases them to the the ends of the ends of the universe. Uh, they get to a point where um it's an all-out attack um the solo ship uh it goes out into um null space again and they basically get tracked down to the end of the universe at that point the id is invoked and a big light ev- uh, envelops the solo ship the buff clan, everything and um uh, Doba and, and kerala get one last chance uh, to you know, for, for humanity to kind of agree with each other, and they both reject it. And uh, that next thing you know, the power is released, and then also we see Corolla's baby <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's like a firework,
0: <laughs> he's like a firework, takes out everything with it. Um, and then Piper Lou shows up, and Corolla's baby, unknown baby, and Piper Lou just travel through space. The end. So, yeah, that that was the TV ending, and that that would have to be definitely a what the fuck um, if you were (laughs) watching watching this back in 1981. (laughs) So, um, yeah. um, Then we get Be Invoked, and Rich is a longer, more violent, um, more um, a better story ending. For the story, as as told, as we said, we get a few things that kind of get um, switched up. We see that Kitty Kitten is uh, actually gets her head taken off, uh, um, as opposed to just getting dying um, alone in the forest, mm-hmm. basically, by some nervous buff clan guy. And um, you know, of course, uh, Corolla gives a big old reveal that she's pregnant, and they start calling the kid the Messiah, <laughs> which I'm sure I'm sure in some cultures would not really love that um so we start seeing that um uh some buff clan flies basically s- are on there and they tell harulu which is uh Kerala's sister that um Kerala and her, her unborn child their manifests are of the Day. so um of course what do you want to do with your sister being pregnant like that you gotta kill her <laughs> oh, jesus <laughs> oh my gosh! So of course we start getting an all-out battle, um, and uh, uh, Harlow comes up on the uh, onto the solo ship. Harlow reveals herself, gets shot squared in the face, oh, numerous times by um, by her sister. Yep, and uh, they start looting, and then next thing you know. They get taken out by the Adeon gun because the gun is basically like it's like the the mo the wave motion came from uh,
1: from uh, 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 Yam- Yamato Yamato yeah
0: yeah so um it's kind of the same thing almost they even call it
1: the Hadou gun <laughs> I'm listening it's like yo the Hadou gun <laughs> it's just like just like space uh, just like uh, Yamato as well man it's uh it's it's a nightmarishly powerful gun man the fact that it's pretty much shooting out a black hole. <laughs> yeah. the properties of one towards a whole fleet of ships or planet or whatever it's shooting it's like oh my god this is this is nightmarish man this is way too much power for one mech to have
0: and uh, in the meantime after that happens we just see meteors upon meteors just going upon both earth and the buff clay on earth just reducing these planets to nothing and um, there's just basically a final battle on the solo ship <laughs> where we get stuff like young girls getting their heads blown off by bazookas. Oh, awesome. Uh people getting um just shrapnel just killed by shrapnel, Kasha. Yeah. Uh just getting completely I mean uh everybody sacrificing each other. Um and of course, um uh you know, and these kids are a couple of these kids just get flat out just murked. And we're getting to a point where they're piling up bodies in the center of the ship oh they're just they're they're just i mean this is just whew. so one last thing the grand roa grand Aurola, which is basically the biggest big zom there is yep. uh dozel would have been proud <laughs> uh, When after the uh day on they just go after each other and uh they start firing and it kills everybody um they fires on the grand war which kills everybody on board, and the solo ship. And at that point, the, the, the day is uh, uh, evoked as the Adeon and the, day on in the uh, Grand Roll explode. And there goes the whole universe. The next thing you know, we got Naked Space. Remember Naked Space from oh, Double space O? His mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: naked Space makes grand return.
0: Naked Space starts coming out and people from the Buff Clan are there, the Earthlings are there, and everybody starts kind of like you know, we should have we should have treated each other a little bit better. Oh no,
1: right? <laughs> we, we could have we, we could have
0: came to an understanding. It only took the end of the universe for us to fail. Right? Of, of course, we need Messiah. He's born, and uh, he starts uh, he starts leading everybody to uh, a new planet at the end that closely resembles Earth. And uh, it's kind of cool because we see all the pairings. Um, you know, everybody. Um, that was friendly or had a relationship in the in the um, before they were killed, um, and then even then we had some other ones that were a little different. We see, you know, um, Cosmo, which was an actual a very interesting one because everybody else is kind of waking up, and this guy's like not waking up. He's still he's there, but he's still asleep. he, and, fr- he refuses to be woke. Yeah, he refuses <laughs> to be woke. Yeah, and kitty's got kitty kitten next to him mm-hmm. and Kasha next to him, and they're like. Yeah, he's just a little tired. I thought that was kind of funny, but they're like, yeah, he's 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 just really tired from his ordeal. Um, <laughs> and um, but yeah, um, what'd you think about that, sulfur <laughs>
1: I mean, it's hard not to be reminded of the end of Evangelion and, and how that was a mulligan for them to kind of make a better ending. Oh, this is, this is actually
0: much better. This, than this, than the this, end of this Evangelion. definitely
1: predates that and does a much better job than episode 39 did. Because uh, I was still in Neo before we started the show that um, although I watched Be Invoke uh, about two, three weeks ago, I didn't bother watching episode 39 because uh, the guy I, I had come across said don't bother because it's it's such a truncated ending. That um, you do yourself a disservice by watching it first. So I just out of curiosity watched it today, and uh, it's primarily the first act of the movie, um, of the movie being invoked, save for the uh, the last two three minutes where uh, the baby explodes inside of <laughs> yeah. inside of Kerala, and then uh, shit gets fast forwarded, and then you get to see uh, Piper and um, and and and, and baby half breed Mas- a Muslim <laughs> Half, Half free, Half the buff
0: free. clan. The buff, the buff clan were they were humans just with weird eyes. Oh my god! That's all they, they had like they had like no pupils. That was but, their only thing.
1: The buff clan, the fucking race of people, um, uh, founded by Conan the Barbarian. Oh no. <laughs> I love that story. I saw that guy's like, yo, yo, is that He Man?
0: <laughs> no, that was Conan.
1: Is that Conan? Is yo. It-
0: you that know, that Chuck was hilarious I when was, they showed that flashback. I was I'm like, done. <laughs>
1: it's like, "Yo, I'm like, oh. what did they call the Buff Clan?" Jesus, <laughs> that guy, the guy that founded them was buff as hell. <laughs>
0: yeah, pretty much.
1: <laughs> but yeah, um, watching that, in that last episode, I was like, "Thank God they got a second shot." And it, it I, a damn, must have rolled off the wave of popularity that Gundam was having when those movies were coming out. That uh, it looks like Sanrio teamed up with uh, Sunrise. <laughs> to, uh, to put out Sanrio, I guess, was probably the toy manufacturer for A Day On at the time. I'm assuming, um, I could be wrong about that. Uh, chat, let me know if that's true or not. But um, they put their money into uh, A Day On having a double bill and getting the ending that it deserved, and I'm glad they did. So, any any Hello Kitty supporters out there, uh, props to you because uh, it wouldn't happen without y'all. <laughs> but yeah, um, watching be invoked, man. It was a uh, it was a solid experience, man. I'm glad to see that we got to see um, the storyline wrap up between Kerala and her father and her sister. Um, I was very angry to see because I'd seen the deaths of all these characters um, years ago in like a YouTube video, and it's like, man, that shit is brutal. But now, when I had names and actual uh, connections to these characters from watching the show, it was ex- it was absolutely painful to watch these characters and these kids get killed off in the way that they did, man. Um, you know, my boy, uh, on the bridge, I forget his name, the guy with the purple hair said, it's not, it, was it supposed to end like this. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty. <laughs> that, that shit is awful. Um, and you know, best got, best got shot in the back and the neck. Um, he held um, up pretty long ben, though. Uh, uh, Hatari,
0: Yeah. Atari. That guy. Atari. Yeah, that, that was it. The- yeah.
1: Hotari. He's the guy who got, uh, he's this guy who got shot. Um, in the head and the neck and it's like he went out pretty badly my boy um my boy jolliver yep. got stabbed in the back and then blown up in the engine room oh my of god. the Deon uh, it's and then seeing how Corolla went that actually made me cry i was really well, you, you,
0: had, you had a problem with a, a pregnant woman getting shot in the face <laughs> multiple <of> times <laughs> oh
1: my god i actually i'm glad i'm glad you have
0: some feeling there because oh, yeah oh
1: brother i was i was mad and i was actually crying i i got to the point where i got super emotional with that because I was so happy for her for being pregnant and for her being the um being being probably the the reason why that the crew would be saved otherwise. But I already knew the ending, of course, that it was gonna end tragically. But to see how she went out and being killed by her own sister, it's like that fucking scumbag. I can't believe her sister got well, away with that shit, at least at, for a minute.
0: As somebody that knew it was coming up, yeah. Um it's still kinda it's still very shocking. It's one of those ones where you're just like Wow, that is so messed up. I mean, some of them are, little, like, Arsha getting hit. That, that's still kind of funny. Whether she gets her head blown off, um, with because the... <laughs> oh she's God. looking, she's she's lo- she's looking at the the buff clan guy getting blown up you don't like, his body. Beat.
1: Ashura? yeah, yeah. and yeah.
0: then she gets her that, head knocked
1: off. She was in the but, a little girl, man. And I, uh, I, th- I, I, all this time I was thinking that was uh, Lou they got. Uh, that no. but had blown up, but I couldn't remember the face. I just knew it was a little kid. And then yeah. to, the, once I saw Ashura in that, standing in that normal suit, is like, oh no, it's gonna be. She's gonna get her head torn clean off. And sure enough, that yep. shit happened, man. Buff Clan—they don't give a damn if it's children, boy. They will shoot a kid dead. Well, I think I think, <laughs> at, I, think
0: at, I think at that point everybody was just like, yeah, and probably too. The IDA probably was. Um, you know, influence them a lot, too. So yeah. they probably are getting kind of bloodthirsty that way. But um, <laughs> Sombro, so, mm-hmm. did, did it live up to its billing?
1: <laughs> it did. It, it was definitely no holds barred. Uh Watching this and just seeing how exhausted everybody was from the fighting. And you could feel the tension ramp up throughout the entire film. Um, and just how things were coming to a head, how um, how they came to the conclusion and the realization that the E-Day wanted uh, a better life form to be in uh, the, the, the fine prominence in the galaxy and they realize that this is the starting over point for mankind that uh, because mankind would have definitely brought an end to themselves without a chance of resurrection that the E-Day had to step in because I look at the E-Day as the will of the universe, And uh, it sees that mankind is heading in a direction where um, if the if the buff clan had it their way, they would eventually have confronted the colonists just over anything and started exterminating people. And they would have escalated to a long drawn out battle that would have just ended up with the death of everyone that it started. It stepped in and uh, as a trial by fire, uh, caused these people in the uh, solo ship and the Adeon to be the kind of catalyst to to bring Mm -hmm. this all to a head um and i i definitely got what tamina was aiming for where you know mankind has to be put to the test in order to find peace you know this is not the way i would like to see this shit happen but because <laughs> we have the capability of being peaceful within us but maybe this generation of uh of humans didn't and um and it's because of this that the will of the universe stepped in to uh to 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 present um a conflict in this way so that way uh Corolla um, could have her baby, and that baby could be the next evolution in human. Really, life. you got all
0: that from it. Even though the fact that the E Day, when it visited, Beth said, "You know, we want this because we need you to act this way because it makes us more powerful and it helps us."
1: It does. <laughs> you the, do remember? You do remember that, right? I do, I mean, but I mean that could be uh, uh, yeah. that might this them being blunt with them, but it still didn't change the fact that um at the end. That 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 uh that Messiah was uh was the driving force and and them being reborn uh that them going back to the well, ocean. being reborn yes. is
0: one way but yeah. I mean it was definitely yeah it was definitely death and destruction before rebirth
1: yeah and so... you know, who knows the cycle could continue if they did a follow up series of this oh man where is, all, this, where all is this Battlestar again? Galactica it's, what happened? exactly it's <laughs> happened before <laughs> it's happened again. <laughs> Could very well be, man. Um, they rose to the challenge.
0: Or is Battlestar Galactica the sequel to the day on? <laughs> that would be awesome.
1: <laughs> That'd be the best. <laughs> oh my god! But so. you know, yeah, it's crazy, man. Um, I, I I watched this and I I got what I got what Tomina was spraying, man. At least that's how it seemed to me overall. Um, but yeah, it it, it does
0: have a good message, and I think in some ways, um. It it's funny that for a show that really was cut short, he was. I think he was in the end. He was actually able to say what he wanted to say yeah. in this show with being invoked as the the thing. Because I think at the end, and I I like the fact that when they're in naked space, that lasts about about almost ten minutes or so. I was so shocked get, because I, after you, they yeah. died,
1: it's like yo, where do we have to go now? Oh, is it is the next ten minutes credits? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so you, you, and you, you get all that because you get everybody kind of coming to the realization of like, yeah, what is this is, you know, everything was dumb. Let's, you know, let's get to let's get along and, you know, and, and you know, let, let's let's try to work away, you know, work from what we had, you know, what had happened before and kind of get our understanding. So yeah. in some ways, it's kind of a positive message. It's just the way they get to that point is just mass brutality. Man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it is just, and, and like you said, as as horrible, especially in be evoked as some of these the named character deaths are. The poor freaking uh, jobbers, mm-hmm. especially a lot of those buff clan jobbers, man. Holy crap those guys <laughs> died some bad there deaths. There some
1: wicked ass deaths out of with especially with those guys being thrown at the the Ideon like they were just roaches or, or ants yeah. to be stepped on and just the way they invaded the way they invaded the um the the solo ship uh it was 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 massive. I just just watching the the It's the it's definitely what he
0: wanted it's what he wanted to do when Robert Hall attacked base. Yes. you yeah. could tell like in some ways he was just like god damn it sunrise you couldn't give me this so i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it on the solo <laughs> ship because that that junk was mass brutal and like he, people were people getting sucked i mean mm-hmm. you don't even see that in those old shows because mm-hmm. i think recently i don't know maybe maybe it was you yeah, maybe battlestar some of these other space shows in the early two thousands, they started having people just getting sucked out of space and everything. Yeah, yeah true. But uh, or or like or like Peter Parker said in Avengers, that old movie Alien, yeah. that classic movie. <laughs> um, but I mean, you even saw that in this, where people are just getting sucked out, and people are just getting like, it wasn't even the fact of like them getting killed, but like you said, Hatari um, got. He got stabbed, then he got blown up. Oof. Or no, Joliver did. Yeah, then yeah. he got like stabbed and then blown up. I mean, it's just like as bad as the death was, it just got even worse. And it was, br- I mean, it, and the show throughout was brutal. I mean, the, the the attack on the attack on the Solo Colony at the beginning. Some of the stuff that happens to some of those, even the Buff Clan guys, is pretty brutal. What <laughs> happens to a lot of that? I mean, the colonists are just bad, but yeah, I mean. I, I, it's it's a brutal show but I never felt it being where it it's not ultra violence in the way of just having ultra violence like it was part of the show but it didn't like you know what I'm saying it, it's not that thing where it's just kind of gratuitous to a point where it almost doesn't like that's the whole point of the scene was just to give you a whole bunch of violence mm-hmm. I never got I never got that with um uh a day on even at the stuff where you're getting kids children being killed and pregnant women shot in the face it's bad but in the context of what it was it kind of made sense. It went down that way. It just it
1: just goes to show yeah. how how brutal the situation was. Yeah. How how intense the situation was that there was nobody and how who was hopeless sacred. it was. Yeah. There was nobody who was sacred. I think that Tomino got to tell the story he wanted to with this film. more yeah. Than any other story that he's gotten to tell because you you know this politics as we read in Gundam so sure. say, uh, which is a great manga for those who haven't read it. It was been cited in the chat earlier by Yazi and and several others. Um. It, uh, uh. There's a lot of great things about just the animation process and having to deal with marketing and, and merchandise and stuff like that, where you kind of have to placate your sponsors in order to make sure that you know, the show is doing its job and hyping the material that you're trying to you know promote throughout the show. Well, in a day on, because I guess it wasn't a success at all, that towards the end, Tomino just got to tell the story he wanted to. He got to be as brutal as he wanted to. He got to do the things he didn't get to do in previous well, shows, I think, especially I think... Mobile Suit Gundam in this series. I'm... Mm-hmm.
0: And I think you gotta look at it this way. I mean, he's a product of the World War II culture. I mean, yeah. he, he was he was a young kid. And I think that in all of his shows, that's what he's always been trying to show is that in you know, when he was in Japan during the war, it didn't matter who you were. You were gonna die. Like yeah. people were dying. It didn't matter if they were a child or an old old woman or an old man or just an innocent person there were a lot of people that were dying brutal deaths um and i think that that's you get to see that in here because it's that's always the thing you see with his stuff is you can just see um wartime and post-war japan and all this stuff because i think that you know you get a lot with the oh the kids but i think i think in a lot of ways he always has like 15 16 year old protagonists because that's probably towards the end. That's what they were probably sending to war in Japan yeah. was was fifteen and sixteen year old kids. Yeah, absolutely. So because that's all they had left, and uh, yeah, it's yeah, I I kind of agree with you there. He it does seem that he was able to tell what he wanted to. He it, it's a story of war, a story of brutality, but also kind of a story of hope in the end yeah. that you know people can kind of make it through this stuff,
1: in the final so. five minutes
0: <laughs> in the final five minutes yeah <laughs>
1: hey, let me sprinkle a little hope in here <laughs> that, there you that go ju-
0: <laughs> that's what ju- ju- even the emperor of the buff clan is like yeah i probably could have done this a little bit yeah. better you know <laughs> it's, it's just Colin, like really this is what it took i
1: mean calling cosmo and kasha good boys and girls <laughs> Yeah, I was like, you know, he was your brutal enemy. He was your ruthless enemy, like just yeah. a few minutes ago, guys. But now you're all dead. Everything is good.
0: And all and all those and all those jobbers you killed that are in the background now—they're oh. like smiling and waving at you, going, "Hey, let's go to the
1: planet. Hey, so man, let's, we can have fun now, guys. We're all friends." Yeah. I was like, "Well, shit, man." So <laughs> if you only figured all this right. out like hours ago, <laughs> and
0: Anything else before we go to some ratings?
1: Nah, man. uh, Overall, uh, I I gotta say, man, that uh, I recommend this watch to anybody um, Mm. who hasn't seen it. If you heard about it, Deon, if you watch other works from Tomino, um, please, please give this a shot. It's actually available now. Uh, Again, you can watch it on High Dive. Uh, You can also pick up the Blu-rays, which are going to be coming out eventually from, uh, I believe it is Media... No, Maiden, Maiden Japan announced uh, earlier in July that they're going to be releasing it domestically here in the States on on Blu-ray, I'm assuming. So we'll be on the lookout for that. I will definitely be picking that up. I want to own this series. To me, it is definitely one of Tamino's hardest-hitting series, and it is definitely well worth the hype uh, he definitely gets... Well, let me ask you
0: this, soul bro. What's up? I- I'm going to put you on the spot. What's up? Better Tamino show. The Dayon or Zeta Gundam?
1: That is rough. I love me some <laughs> no end. That is a tough even, one. Even,
0: even, even though Zeta's got the thing of being not really self-contained... But in some ways, it's a self-contained story of the universal century. It's also
1: an imperfect story, too. That's One of the things that endears me to Zeta is that I can see the flaws in the storytelling. I think Zeta runs a tad bit too long, and I think Edeon runs a tad bit too short. So they both kind of have a flaw in their pacing. Um, But between the two, I would probably still put Zeta slightly above it because of the, the, the fact that Zeta has packaged onto it mobile suit Gundam and that it carries along well I'm not universes. yeah but I'm or saying, as a, standalone, I'm saying not,
0: as a standalone yeah I mean that's, that's, not, that's not fair to say yeah it, is, uh,
1: it isn't it isn't fair um I would still say Zeta I would say Zeta yeah. only because uh I think okay. the, me- the mecha designs as a package I think Zeta to me by itself I think is a stronger <laughs> is a stronger effort um but I the thing is I could I couldn't recommend Zeta off the rip without recommending Mobile Suit Gundam, but I can well, recommend a day on off the rip well, I, I, with no problem. I get, yeah,
0: I get that. Yeah, I get that. I mean, <laughs> I, think, I think you're looking. I think you're looking too much into it because well, it's like they're, they're they're always kind of yeah. um, at least they used to be always kind of mm-hmm. mentioned uh, synonymously. Well, here, here's, know, here because, here's cause a here's question the, for... cause mainly because of the death counts, I think. Yeah. Or...
1: well, I got a question for you. What do you Mm. find more compelling? This show? Because you've seen this show several times already, or about Mm the Dunbine. Which is the better of the two?
0: Compelling? Yeah. I think a story. That's a real tough one. Because I think a story. This is a much tighter story. Mm -hmm. But Dunbine's just fun, I think. I think it just. Just because it's got that silly fantasy fun to it. Mm -hmm. And just all the overacting in it like <laughs> i mean e- even in the japanese version they're overacting on all that stuff i mean it is just kind of it's almost a parody of fantasy to an extent like mm-hmm. and it's it's fantasy mecca i mean how crazier can it be i mean i this this if you want more of like a deep-rooted story i think it's more this but damn over button done by is just fun like <laughs> <laughs> so, I I'd say on the compelling side of on, but um, yeah, uh, on that on that. So
1: I would put this. Yeah, yeah. I would put this slightly above a day, a day slightly above Dunbine. As much yeah. as I love Dunbine, Dunbine is like just so Dunbine's weird. just
0: fun though. That's oh, the thing Dunbine about is... it. It's like it's not the deepest story. I no, mean, no, it is. Yes, like it's it's what uh, Yankee and King Arthur's castle. I mean, it's. It's it's all that, but it's just so tongue in cheek in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's just everything is just so over the top with it. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I I i grant the city of Boston, for <laughs> t- in the I sur- the, grant them a reprieve in the in the for the service of Sir Todd
1: Guinness. I mean. Oh.
0: I gotta yeah, find it,
1: that clip and put it at the end of these these streams, man. Because oh. that stuff is that shit is so good. Oh my god, done by. I almost want to rewatch that. Mean that it's coming out on blue, it's oh, no, it's already out on Blu-ray. Shout out to Yazi. I forgot he just he dropped well, Yazi mm-hmm. says uh, he says
0: yeah, they have a lot of likable characters. Oh, yeah. That's good, but I think some of the stuff that makes, Dayon so good is you do hate the hell out of these people at the beginning because oh. you're just like. God damn it! These people are horrible. I wish they all were. of the and, and and they do get better. But in a lot of ways, it's kind of cool that they don't always have the big change of heart. I mean, even GJ. It's like GJ. Yeah, he he, he kind of defected, but it was because he kept screwing up, and the Buff Clan just thought he was a loser at that yeah. point. And his and own selfish
1: desire to see exactly what the E Day was about, too. Yeah, he, he yeah, and to be a he,
0: witness. But it's like I said earlier. There was a couple times there that they they make it where it's like he's he's seriously thinking of like fucking over this the solo ship. It's like <laughs> you know there was a couple times there he's like you know I could really do this now. I think I'm not gonna do it, but damn this may not be a bad thing to do. So yeah, I I, I don't know it. it Deon's, I'd have to say rewatching it again makes you makes you do kind of appreciate it even more because there's a lot that goes on. Um so, but I don't know. But I think it's ratings time, so Bro. So uh, yeah, man. G- give me, give me your rating.
1: Well, for me, I've got to do this, man. I got to. Yo, shout out Uh-oh. to Playmix for this. You reminded me of this. Um, I have to give this series five. Damn you, giant gods! <laughs> oh. <laughs> out of five, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. Yo, shout out to the Buff Clan, uh, founded by He Man. <laughs>
0: I think actually, I think it's more Conan. kind of Co- more, like Co- more like a Conan. Conan, like Conan kinda, or, probably, or Fabio.
1: He-Man. Oh
0: yeah, <laughs> like you know, kind of like a hybrid, he-man hybrid or something. Yeah, either, yeah, Fabio either, too.
1: Either Conan or Fabio off the cover of Wizards of Warriors. <laughs> I, All awful, awful. But I, yeah. I think uh, I think originally I probably, if you would
0: ask me years ago, mm-hmm. I probably would have had this about. Probably about a four, but I, I'm not going to give it perfect because I, I yeah. think there are some things with it because it just, but luckily it has be invoked, be invoked yes. does help it a lot. It I sure mean, it, it really, it really does tie it up, but there, there are some things, especially at the beginning. Um, it's not completely perfect. This is a little wonky at some parts at the beginning. Um, so I'm going to have to give it five or uh, four and a half. Well placed, uh, Cosmo buoy knife throws oh! out of five. <laughs> but man, he, he Every time he threw that thing, it was point on.
1: Hell yeah! But when he stabbed my boy, when he stabbed GJ with that shit during the uh, the yeah. gorilla the gorilla hijacking of the Adeon, it's like yo, this oh, guy yeah. is off the chain with his knife.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's all, all about that knife, man. Woo! No. I should have told you about that. Yeah, he's he's. This is a couple times. There's a couple episodes there. It's he's all about that thing. He threw that um, shit
1: at a butterfly, and he he, yeah. he he intended to miss, but get as close as he could just to show how good he was with that knife. It's like damn yep. kid, don't don't That's what wrong. I'm saying. I'm precision throws,
0: precision throws. So. Look at that
1: precision. <laughs> yeah, it's so good but yeah so, man wonderful but... show uh, for me even i give it a five out of five it's not a perfect series and when i give a five out of five it's it's not because the show is perfect it's because that it 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 impressed me on every level despite sure. its flaws for the most part that's that's just me when i give oh, it for the most part i just i want people to come back to me you gave the show a five out of five i'd give it a two i was like well that's you All well that me. but that
0: that is that is people's opinion yeah um just like you know for me for a five it's shit has to be pretty much perfect yeah, and which is uh,
1: fine i mean that, that's been yeah you're your great it, it's, it, it's up
0: there it's yeah. up there and i gotta say um watching it a couple couple times um uh you, you probably I, i'd say in a year from now so bro watch it again i think you'll probably uh you'll probably enjoy it even more because I, I really did i i gotta say i i, I was at first i was not looking forward to because like god damn I remember how uncomfortable comfortable these first couple episodes are <laughs> but then it's like yeah this is really good stuff so
1: no shout outs to but, Yazi he says four point five etano circuses circus missiles out of five he, he oh, put he pointed out earlier that itano worked on this series which is why we got to see all those all that missile missile uh excitement um, in this show was thanks oh, to so much
0: about. missile excitement oh, god damn man
1: damn boy when it turns his arms and its legs to shoot those missiles at you. You better get the fuck out the way. <laughs> when they ever had the time
0: to load them all back, or mm-hmm. where they were even manufactured, who knows? Doesn't matter. It's the <laughs> god of GMs. <laughs> no, sure. Yeah, if, if 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 the Earth Federation, if the uh, Earth Federation Space Force had this GM, man,
1: it oh, would have been yeah, Bao Bao Kuhu Kuhu Bao Kuhu would have be, been it been easy. That's been a wrap. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Flamex, Makes. He says 3.5 out of 5 for him and uh, shout out to Nelson who slid in just recently. Yo, Nelson, thank you for coming out tonight. As, as with everybody, thank you guys for tuning into the stream tonight. Uh, and is going to get the old
0: episodes out on iTunes, everyone.
1: Yes, he's, uh, Sobro is going to get the old episodes out on <laughs> iTunes. I actually have the whole weekend to myself, so I, that is my project for this weekend to get those done. So I won't be able to stream tomorrow night, uh, Gundam Versus or anything like that, guys. Uh, my job is to get the, at least some of those episodes out on the audio podcast. So uh, Try to get
0: four of them out Four of them
1: th- th- this weekend, at least you gotta get That'll be your episode. goal. <laughs> That's the job. But um, guys, thanks for tuning in, man. Um, you were listening to episode 199 of Gundamin MHQ, where we covered Space Runaway Ideon the TV series, as well as the uh the movie that wrapped up the series, Be Invoked. We encourage you to check both of those out. Um High Dive again is streaming it over there. So if you want to try a free trial, go to High Dive and uh see what they're about. It's H-I-D-I-V-E. Uh, and uh, let them know that we sent you guys there, man. Thank you so much. Um, Also, um, make sure to check out the websites, uh, mahq.net. That's where the magic happens. If you guys don't know, uh, make sure to go there, hit the favorites button on that website, and uh, follow and uh, keep up on all the reviews that are written there, as well as uh, check out the line art for a lot of the mecha shows that are up there. Um, Gundam, uh, done buying the like you can go through uh, a lot of Tamino's past series and see a lot of the line art and uh, mecha stats for uh, mecha from those shows uh, mechatalk.net is the forums of mahq.net make sure to join the conversation there and be cool man you can also find us on uh, uh, Facebook uh, over on facebook.com slash group slash mahq1 uh, and also uh, find us on Twitter at MHQ.net and Gundam at mahq and uh, thank you for supporting us on all angles also follow us on youtube at youtube.com slash uh, GundamMahQ you can find archived episodes from the last couple of uh, episodes that are not on the audio stream yet but uh, if you guys want to run back some episodes you can go there and listen to all of those on youtube and uh, you can also see us mirroring our stream over on twitch.tv slash level l-e-v-e-l underscore nine n-i-n-e spelled out uh, if you guys uh, have a problem watching it on YouTube, you can watch it on Twitch. Which we're streaming right there right now. Shout out to FlameX being uh, probably the only person in the chat over there, so props to him. <laughs> but uh, again, uh, ep- this episode is dedicated to our friend um, the Seraph, F- Frankie aka Cisco, and um, may he rest in peace, man. Uh, love you, bro. I'm sorry that, uh, sorry that you're no longer with us, man. But uh, you'll be with us in our hearts and memories, man. But, Neil, back to you, sir. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for coming
0: out. Oh! And we'll be.
1: Oh. I forgot tweets, man. Shit. I'm so sorry. Uh, yo, tweet, okay. Oh, yo, sorry about that. Back Damn. to Sobro with uh, some, I am so some sorry. breaking, breaking yeah. news and tweets. No, so, go ahead. I, I totally forgot. Yo, props to Yazzie um, and uh, Robert uh, Robert Mallet to hit us up with some tweets. We'll start with Yazzie here. He says, uh, who wore the fro better? Cosmo or Vanilla from Bowtons? But That's a tough question, bro. Yeah, that is that uh, is a good God, one. Damn, right. yo, who is worthy of the Huey Freeman award? <laughs> I gotta say, Vanilla, Vanilla, it just looks more natural, man. Even though it's a blonde fro on a on a black guy, you know what? It's cool. Hashtag fro enough? Really, Ozzy? <laughs> I
0: don't know. So, uh, Cosmos. It, it's funny too because in some episodes, Cosmos uh, fro is going. Pretty wild. Yeah, other words, it's, it's a little subdued. It's kind of fun, kind of funny.
1: They both could grow a better fro than I could. My hair is a mess, so. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to a
0: I, I can't even grow. I grow a fro. So. Oh,
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: something I something I don't know, or something I don't really need to comment on. Oh my god! I just know. I just know a good one when I see one.
1: Nice. Yo, shout out to Majors. He's over in the chat. Yo, shout out to Mr. Lee Majors. He says, uh, Papa Bless. Yo, yo, shout out to Majors. Good stuff. Good to see you, bro. Um yep. Robert Mallard, aka the real real Robert Mallard on Twitter says, damn seems uplifting and he hits us with a gift. Oh Jesus! <laughs> it's the it's, it's my girl getting her head torn off in a day on. Oh, oh aw, that's awful. Yo, Robert, I yeah, hit you damn, but yes thank you very much Rob Mallard and uh, Yazi. with the last tweet, he says too bad we never find out about the bluff, Buff Clan's previous enemy, the Nerf Clan because they <laughs> because they lived up to their namesake yo, stop it <laughs> the Nerf Clan yo, I wanted to see them go up against the Wu-Tang Clan, that's what I wanted to see
0: <laughs> well, you know that, yeah that'd
1: have been a wrap <laughs>
0: Well, yeah. (laughs) Wu Tang forever.
1: Wu Tang forever, man.
0: And and remember, in American Gangster, Wu Tang actually predates Wu Tang. (laughs) (laughs) I still can't believe they never took that. (laughs) They never took that. Hide his his tattoo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. He had that tattoo in the 70s. Yo. The
0: is in the seventies. They're probably not even born yet, or they just That's are those saying. babies. It's like, wait a second, man, Wu Tang, I guess it is forever. The, is...
1: the RZA is a time traveler. What can I say? <laughs> Yo, shout out to Ed, he yeah. says, I hear they I hear they are nothing to fuck with. <laughs> They'll be the villains in the next a day on sequel. Put that in the bank. <laughs> uh, I'd, 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 I'd
0: have to say it's been, you know, probably almost forty years on this, so I don't think there's going to be too much of um, a buff or uh, a day on sequel coming.
1: So well, I wouldn't hold
0: your, wouldn't hold your breath.
1: Damn. Yeah. Well, at least we got Nerd. the Super Robot Wars games there. They're, if you guys want to get acquainted with the, a day on the Super Robot Wars, um, um, when you play some of the games that have come out previously, um, they're one of, the, one of the coolest things about those games is if the Adeon gets destroyed, that's an instant game over. So don't let that yeah. happen. <laughs> that's a rough one. But back to you, Neo. So. You,
0: you, yeah, you're always going to have those two dicks in those games playing the Adeon and, and coming in with uh, Moonlight Butterfly, you know. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. The Dayon sword? We didn't talk about that plan of getting cut in half. Jesus oh, Christ! Oh, yeah, that's a scary ass weapon, dude. For real.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's when everybody—that's when it, that's when it all dropped in everybody's Ooh. pants. There, they're like, "Wait, they just cut that planet in half?" Um, yeah, we're screwed. They split the so.
1: shit out that planet, boy.
0: But um, all right. Well, thank you everybody for coming out for episode 199 and uh, and uh, listening to us talk about space, runaway day on uh we'll be back in a few weeks maybe with episode 200 what we're doing i don't know we'll have to see we'll have to see what's going on so we will see you guys in a few weeks talk to you later bye
1: MAHQ is a Shinjuku station and MAHQ.net joint.